In November 2014, I was at my parents' house in North Texas, and I was in their hot tub with my sons, and we were playing around and staying warm in the cool fall air. And I got up to get out of the hot tub and in my swimsuit and uh, get a towel and all those things. And uh, one of my kids, my middle son, he, he said, Dad, hey, why is your belly button so deep? And the other brothers kind of laughed and they brushed it off, but I was like dying inside. I was so uh, embarrassed. And the kid, my kids didn't mean anything by it. They just kind of made a casual observation. And in that moment, I thought, hey, I've never used belly button depth uh, as a measuring stick for if I'm really fit or if I'm not. But there was a reality check there. I wasn't in very good shape. I used to be in good shape, like I think all of us kind of did in high school and college. And as we had kids and made moves and started businesses and had different types of jobs, I just kind of let myself go. And so I wasn't really happy about that. I wasn't very proud of it. And then also being at my mom's house, who's a great cook, as I said in the last episode, uh, I had eaten a lot of food. And so we came back from that trip with my sadness of my uh, my lack of physical fitness and my my lack of washboard abs. And I hit, up, hit the scale in our bathroom and I was 243 pounds. 243 pounds. I didn't know that that was how much I weighed. I, I really didn't know. And I'm 6'3", big guy, like naturally big frame. And so just to give you some context, I'm not like five foot one or whatever. Like I'm a tall guy, but still had definitely like let myself go. I knew I was 20, 30 pounds overweight easy. And my wife that same fall had decided to run a marathon and she had decided to, um, she was going to run a half of a half. My wife's not a runner. She has a, sh- a shirt that says, um, I hate running. <laughs> she doesn't like running. She's going to run a half of a half in Vegas with her friends who were all running a half marathon. She got to the starting line of where the half of the half was. I don't know if they don't call it a quarter, but you get the idea. And it was like in a weird neighborhood. And she's like, I don't want to be here. I'm going to be with my friends. So the day of this marathon, she decides to add another, whatever, six miles, six and a half miles to her marathon. Isn't that crazy? Don't you hate people like that? So in that moment, here I am overweight, not where I want to be watching my wife accomplish her fitness goals. And it was really, really inspiring. And so I made a vow to hire a trainer. And that trainer, if they had said that they would make me like lose a pound in a month, what's that worth to you? Like what's, what's that minimal transformation like? Arguably nothing, right? Like lose one pound in 30 days and here's my fee. Your fee better be free because that is like a big waste of time. You could skip one dessert or, you know, or like knock off 20 calories or walk for five minutes and you'd lose one pound, right? Like so one pound is enough transformation. But my trainer, what happened over the next 16 weeks, she got me in the most amazing shape of my life. I lost 50 pounds on the nose. I competed in a fitness competition. I got a bunch of trophies. I got a third place trophy, a fifth place trophy, and another third place trophy, I think. I forget. I was doing different classes in these uh, fitness competitions, which is crazy. In, amongst that time, too, I qualified for a national fitness award, which was with the gym that I work out at, Lifetime Fitness. It was a 12-week transformation challenge. And I thought, I'm never going to be this heavy with this trainer that's going to make me this lean ever again. Might as well also enter into this. And the winner of the challenge, out of 4,500 people, the winner got 10,000 bucks. And the second through fifth place got 1,000 bucks. Well, the punchline is I didn't win number one. So I got either second or fifth, I don't know, but I got $1,000 to win that. So there was actual ROI on my coach and trainer getting me through all that transformation. Now, that is a drastic, drastic transformation. I remember telling my coach at the end of that whole process, I said, hey, this is no small thing. Like I didn't lose five pounds, I lost 50 pounds. And I competed in a fitness competition and, and you know got third place out of like 20 dudes or whatever. Like it was a crazy, crazy thing. That's worth something. Like that amount of confidence is worth a lot in our business. And so today's episode is how do we monetize the transformation that we provide? Remember in the last episode, we talked about how all the all that marketing does is it transforms somebody from some sad, before, overweight, deep belly button getting called out by their kids 
to on a stage in the lights with the cameras flashing, feeling like a cover model or whatever, right? Like that's a huge transformation. And so today we'll talk about how we monetize that transformation. Let's get started. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. When I think about transformation, to me, fitness is the biggest thing. It's like the easiest thing. All these before and after photos of the Nutrisystem diet and the Weight Watchers and the Beach Body and the Insanity and the P90X, like it's only transformation photos, before and after photos. It's harder to do that in life if it's like a mindset course. Look at the before picture. Now the after picture with the strong mindset, like it's hard to do that. But beauty and health and wellness is really an easy way to do health and uh, easy way to do transformation photos. But I know that we're not all in health and fitness. Maybe maybe none of us are, whoever's listening. But uh, it's the easiest for the mental picture I'm trying to paint. Gary Vaynerchuk's the... Um, I don't know what, how you'd call Gary Vee. If you know who Gary Vee is, look him up. He runs an ad agency in New York City. It's a multiple hundred million dollar ad agency and he does a bunch of books and social media and just super smart dude. He had a similar experience to me. He was getting uh, out of shape and he was not maximizing and optimizing his life. So what he did is he hired a trainer to come live with him. He's like, you, where I go, you go. You're my shadow. You cook my meals. You wake me up. You make sure I don't eat bad stuff. I just need you by my side to get me in better shape. Now, again, back to my example in the intro, what if the guy was like, yeah, I'll help you lose a pound. I'll help you feel 1% healthier you know, by the end of the year. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth all that pain and cost and whatever. So I don't know what Gary Vee paid that guy to come live with him, but the transformation in Gary's life was astounding. And I'm assuming it was very, very expensive. Like that, that is not a cheap, uh, a cheap way to get somebody a result. So I want to talk about this a bit. Like most people that I work with and that I talk with, they have a what I would call a core offer. There's some way you get people a result. For me, it could be running their Facebook ads. Like that's the way I do it. It's kind of my sweet spot. I charge a good amount of money for it, an amount that I'm happy to earn, an amount that people are happy to pay. And that's my main thing. And you probably have that too, right? There's some core thing you have in your business. It's a core widget or a core device or a core service offering or a core level of you know, thing that you provide, right? There's just something that you have. If there's not, there should be. And maybe you're just a voyeuristically listening in on these episodes, like what's going on over here on this, on this podcast, but you have a core thing. Let's agree on that. And so what we can do is we can start to use a technique that's called splintering to take off some of those core offers. Let me give you an example. For me, I have an online course. It's got nine modules. It goes along with the book. It's the, you know, the online version of the book. And, uh, in that, in the nine modules, like we could take out one module and we could take out one lesson from that one module. And out of that one lesson, we could take out maybe just one framework or one PDF or one cheat sheet and give that away on the front end. I went kind of fast there, but it's just splintering down that whole content. Maybe it's go back to the fitness space. Maybe like the highest way back to the Gary Vaynerchuk episode, the guy could move in with you. And that's, let's just call it 10 K a month. I have no idea what it costs. Call it 10 K a month. Now, what else could he do? He's providing health and fitness transformation. What else could he do? Well, he could personal train you. He could meet you at the gym. It's not 10 K a month. Maybe it's 2 K a month. He'll meet you at the gym. He'll work you out. Maybe from then he'll give you like a meal plan. If he doesn't want to meet in the gym, like we splinter off that part and go, well, at least you need to be eating right before we go to the gym. Or at least you need to be stretching well or staying hydrated. Does that make sense? You start to realize, oh yeah, there's a lot more to this core offer of personal training I can start to give away to people. Uh, you could have a an arm blaster workout or a booty blaster workout or whatever, right? That's even a subset of the personal training. So if you map it out on a piece of paper, just draw a big old circle. And you can see, and then write down everything that that core offering includes. 
For me, it might include templates and cheat sheets and checklists and scripts and funnel templates and copywriting templates and places to find images and resource guides and all that stuff. That's all that goes into the core offer. And then you can splinter off or just kind of pluck out one of those pieces and say, I'm going to give this part away or I'm going to sell this part for like five bucks or 15 bucks. And that's how we can make a, uh, a value ladder. Now, value ladder is a term that Russell Brunson uses, um, and it's the, the traditional digital marketing. The first I ever heard of it was a lead magnet, which is the free thing, a tripwire, which is a low ticket thing, a core offer, then a profit maximizer, which is like the super high end thing. So that's like the um, the espresso machine at a Starbucks, where it's like you know thirty five hundred bucks, and they might sell one a quarter, but when they do, they make a lot of money, right? So every business might have that. I remember when I started my digital agency business, I just made up a package that was ten grand a month of value. Actually, I don't think it was ten grand. It was close to ten thousand bucks of value. It's like, hey, for this, uh, I'll just do these all these things for you. And it was just basically like, I'm your CMO. I mean, I'm your chief marketing officer. And I used that to anchor the price point of my core offer, which was at that time it was something like thirty five hundred bucks a month. And so it it worked. Like a lot of people bought the thirty five hundred dollar a month thing to run their marketing for them and run their funnels and their ads. And then, but number one, one person, they bought the, they bought the high ticket thing. I was like, great. That's, that's a lot of profit. Like it's, it's a, something I liked. I threw out there, didn't know anybody would buy it and I haven't sold it since. I don't really offer it anymore, I guess, but, um, I just had it out there. So that's what a value, a value ladder is like. It's about the transformation that you provide. And so one way to think about this is how much speed and how much comfort can you add in your business? I heard a story from Stu McLaren, I believe was the guy who told the story, and he was at a Mumford & Sons concert, and he wanted to buy a t-shirt, and he noticed that the line for the t-shirts was just so long. People were waiting forever. So he casually approached somebody who was like second, third, fourth in line, not the first person in line, said, hey, how long have you been waiting? She was like, I've been waiting two hours. He's like, tell you what, uh, I'll buy whatever you're going to buy. Uh, like I'll buy your stuff, your merch, your shirts, your stickers, your water bottles, whatever you're going to buy. And then if you could buy me and my buddy a shirt, you know, I need these sizes and that shirt or whatever, right? And the person was like, yeah, that'd be great. So they that person waited in line for two hours and then they got a free t-shirt because this guy Stu came up and bought their clothes for them in exchange for them letting Stu go way faster and kind of cut the line, right? That's about speed and comfort. So Stu paid a premium for those t-shirts because he had to buy somebody else's t-shirts, but he bought back the time he would have had to spend waiting in line and maybe never get the shirts anyways. Does that make sense? So that's uh, the example I think of is if you're trying to get to Hawaii, like if I'm I'm a travel agent selling you how to get to Hawaii, I could say, hey, it's that way. And I could point and say, it's that way. It's West, right? That would be worthless. Like that's not worth anything. Like, hey, thanks, pal. What do you charge for that amount of amazing service, right? Nothing. Just go West or Southwest or whatever, right? Like that's the way you get there. Now, if I said, hey, I can take you there, uh, we're going to hitchhike. Like, uh, okay, at least I have a guide, right? And like I charge uh, $5 a day for me to you know, help you hitchhiking. And we'll hitchhike to the coast and we'll try to get on a boat and we'll try to get over there, right? And maybe the boat's a rowboat and it might take two weeks and it might capsize and sharks might eat us, but we'll get there eventually, right? So that's a little faster than you know me pointing and you just walking. Now we're taking a car. And then let's just, I'll shortcut the example, but let's say you fly commercial, like, Hey, we'll fly commercial, a couple layovers. We'll get you there eventually. And then, it, and that's why it's faster, right? That's way faster than hitchhiking, way faster than walking, faster than swimming, faster than the rowboat flying is way faster. But if the highest level, we would say, we're going to fly private and you show up when you want to, you tell me when to leave a Rolls Royce will come to your house, pick you up, put your luggage in with white gloves, give you a glass of champagne, take you to the private airport terminal. You get on a private jet and we have, uh, whatever your favorite meal is while we're flying, just a few of us listening to some music on your schedule and we're going to get there. Now, here's the thing. In every single one of those scenarios, if you can imagine with me, you end up in Hawaii. 
you end up with your toes in the sand, drinking a fruity drink and swimming and snorkeling and all that stuff, right? Working on your tan, laying in a hammock, whatever. You still end up there. That's the destination. But the way we can sell more is the speed and comfort with which you get there. Does that make sense? So back to the fitness example, if you want to stay hydrated, they're like, yeah, that's a part of getting in better shape, but it's not going to give you a ton of transformation. So the hydrating guide might be a free thing or maybe stretching is the free thing you give away at the front end. But when you start to get into the meal plans and the workouts, then maybe you have one that everybody gets access to. Once a month, I release the new workout to everybody in my community. Great. And that's you know, 20, 30 bucks a month or something for that workout. If you want custom workouts, those are 200 bucks a month. You want me to personal train you, it's going to be a thousand, I don't know the prices, 2000 bucks a month for personal training. You're still selling the same transformation. You're going to get in better shape. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel even more amazing. It's just the speed and comfort with which you get there. And the, transma- the transformation still happens. It just happens way faster and with less pain, with more speed and more comfort. Does that make sense? That's what, that's what marketing's like. That's what a value ladder's like. That's what the value progression's like. That's what splintering is like when you take your core offer that you most likely have and you can splinter off other ways you can get people a result as well. So I have a few other example, examples. Let's say you have a service-based business and let's say you have a carpet cleaning business, all right? So your, your bait or your, low, your, your bait or your free thing or your lead magnet or what I now call your value in advance, it could be a coupon for a carpet cleaning for one room, right? It gets your foot in the door. They introduce you to the brand. They get to meet your well-dressed technician who's nice and clean and friendly and handsome and nice. And they get you in the door and you're like, this is good. I'm in the door now. That was my bait or my you know, low ticket offer to, to get them in the door or free thing where we get them in the door. And then low ticket might be, hey, uh, this coupon is for one room, but I couldn't help but notice that you have a greyhound and three young boys and you need all the rooms cleaned, right? That could be like the upsell, the low ticket offer. And above that, that could be like, I'll clean the entire house and your blinds and your upholstery, right? That might be the progression or the value ladder if you have a service-based business. If you have a supplement, maybe you give away a free sample. Say, hey, this is a new vitamin or new supplement or new whatever, and here's a free sample of the thing. And the low ticket might be a 30-day supply. Then the core offer could be a stack of supplements or get them on auto ship or something like that. If you have coaching and consulting, it could be like a cheat sheet about your industry, tools you use, You know, the, the splintering example like we've been talking about. Uh, and then the low ticket could be a paid training or a book or a resource, and the core offer could be like an eight-week program or whatever in that example. Okay. Fitness, uh, free personal training session for your first one. Then maybe a low ticket could be a paid challenge, you know, a 10 day challenge, a 30 day challenge, a cardio challenge, a hydration challenge, you know, 20 bucks, join that. And then a core offer could be a package of training sessions, right? Then it's on auto ship. Then it's on, uh, whatever, I mean, uh, auto ship, you know what I mean? Or they're just on subscription. The dentist, the bait could be like a free teeth whitening. Cause I think the teeth whitening kits cost nothing or they cost 20 bucks or whatever for, to a dentist but they get you in the door for the teeth cleaning or the the teeth whitening, then they can do the cleaning and they can do cosmetic and they can do orthodontics and stuff like that. So that's their cost of acquisition to get somebody in the door. So I hope this has given you some more examples of what your value ladder could look like in your business. What I recommend people do is they take their core offer, they splinter it off once or twice. You don't need 95 steps of ways you can make money. And then if you want to get a little more creative, you can add something at the top end. And that's it. So here's my example. I have lots of free stuff. You can get a free book or watch a free training or listen to this podcast for free or whatever. There's free stuff on the front end. It's just a subset of things that I know and how I can get a transformation for people. And then above that, I've got a book that you can buy at onehourfunnelbook.com. And if you haven't done that, you should go do that. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. You can get a PDF version or you can get the actual book and I'll mail you a copy of it. 
And that doesn't cost much, right? It's between free and I think it's like 10 bucks on Amazon if you're an Amazon junkie and you just wanted Amazon Prime and you knock yourself out, right? So it's, it's a not an expensive thing. It'll help you with your marketing. And then above that, there's a course that goes along with that. It'll get you even better results because there's videos and trainings and templates and downloads. There's just a lot more stuff in the course. And above that, you can work with me privately in like a group coaching setting. And it'll get you even better results because you get access to me. And you get coaching and consulting and mentorship and you get accountability in that group. And then above that, which I'm not trying to do, but for the sake of the example, uh, I have a done-for-you agency. I can run your marketing for you. Now, the agency is full. I'm not looking for any new clients. And there's a waiting list. But if I were to want to do that, that would be that would be like the core offer. You know, I'd bring people into the agency side. But it's just me. I don't have a big agency. So I'm not able to take on a lot of clients. And I'm full and, and happy as a, as a clam. Uh, I don't know why clams are so happy. But I'm happy and fulfilled with where that's at. So, But that's my point. There's free stuff like the show, a little bit of paid stuff. The whole thing helps you with your marketing. That's the transformation I provide. Marketing, advertising, business building, whatever, right? Hopefully simply explain the way you like it. And I'm just, that's the best example I can think of because uh, it's my business. <laughs> I always use my example and my wife's example of her business with her event planning business. Um, and she has, she tried this once. She, so she has a core offer. You hire her to run your events. And she did one where she did, it was like an event consultant. And I don't think she loved how that went. And so she didn't do that anymore, but she charged less because she wasn't on site for the event consulting part. And it was fine. The person still got a result and a transformation of their event. And then beyond, beyond that, you know, back to like hashtag make my wife build a course. I wanted to make a course to help people with their event as well. And the free stuff could be like, you know, 10 things to use in a contract negotiation with the venue or whatever, right? So you could do that. So I'll stop trying to make examples. You get the idea. So your challenge for today's episode is to um, get really clear on your value ladder. Like what are the dominoes or whatever that you can that you can uh, sell to people that will get them a result? And how can you offer more speed and more comfort and more transformation in your business? A really practical way to do this, again, is to draw a big – get out a sheet of paper, draw a big circle, takes up the whole piece of paper, and start to just kind of sketch out what is in that core offer. What all do they get? Like when I run ads for somebody, I set up their ad account. I set up their audiences. I set up their pixel. They're retargeting. I do cold audience interest and research. I write the ads, I get the creative, I get the copy. I double check their landing pages, I audit their entire funnel. That's everything that goes into me running ads. And that's the done for you side. And then you can circle, well, I could take some of these things out though and I could charge less. Like for me, I don't wanna do this, but I could just set up your ad account. I will set up your ad account. You know, you'll get a guy that spends millions of dollars a year on Facebook ads to actually set up your ad account the right way. And it's, you know, whatever, 500 bucks. And then what else is in that though? Well, it could be like placing the pixel. And so I circle that and go, well, I could, I could put their pixel on their page for $19, which again, I don't want to do, but like you get the example, right? And out of that, it, it could even be like, well, what is a pixel? Well, I'm going to write a blog post about what even is a Facebook pixel and that's free. And when they're reading the blog post, now we're going to go back the other way. When they're reading the blog post about what a pixel is, and they go, oh, cool, I do want that. Oh, it looks like he'll do it for me for $19. Yeah, I'll buy that, add to their cart. They check out 19 bucks, new order comes in, I place their pixel on their landing page. And in that too, I'd say, hey, whenever this is placed, you do you want the whole funnel audit? It's $500 and I analyze every part of your funnel, get your ad account set up correctly. Yeah, I do want that as well. That's more value, more speed, more comfort. Does that make sense? Now they pay 500 bucks and they get their whole ad account set up and audited well. And out of that, I could say, hey, this is going great. 
do you want some help with that? That's the best close ever, right? You want some help with all of this? Like now it's all set up correctly. Do you want some help getting new eyeballs on this? Better audiences, better targeting, better retargeting, driving down cost of acquisition, driving down cost of leads. Would you like some help? Yes, I'd like some help. What's that like, right? I just built out an entire, an entire advertising agency business right here uh, on this episode. So anyways, I'm going to stop here before I get ahead of myself. Uh, I hope you liked this mini marketing, what are these called? Marketing mini series, episode number three, about how to monetize the transformation that you provide. Episode one, why funnels? Episode two, understanding your market like you've never understood before. Episode three today, understanding how to monetize that and get great, great, great results for your clients and the people you seek to serve. All right, that was that was a good one. Uh, I hope you understand. A lot of people, they want to get straight to the money part. How do I make money with all this? And well, you got to be patient. So thank you for sticking out these first three episodes where you now understand how to actually make money and charge for these products and services and ideas that you have. So I hope you're really enjoying this. This is episode three of a nine-part marketing mini-series where I teach you exactly how to market your products and services using the simple frameworks and everything taught in the book, The One Hour Funnel. So to get your copy, go to onehourfunnelbook.com and you can get a copy there. You can get a Kindle copy or a PDF copy or actual copy that I'll mail to you or from Amazon, whatever. The best deal, well, I'll leave it up to you. I don't want to tell you what the best deal is, but go check it out, onehourfunnelbook.com, and I'd love to serve you in that way. And the second thing, make sure you subscribe because when you subscribe, I'll release these episodes every night, overnight, and when you wake up and you stretch your arms and you rub your eyes and look over at your phone or wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, it'll be there waiting for you. So take a second to subscribe to the show, and I'll see you on uh, tomorrow's episode.